Hello and welcome back to the Essential Blue Podcast. My name is Tommy and I'm your host. So today I'm joined by Judah, I'm joined by Ray, I'm joined by Josie, and I'm joined by long-term podcast personnel, Ubi. Ubi, how you doing, bro? I'm doing all right, man. It feels good to be back, although I wish I was back when we won, but hey, I miss being here. <laughs> I mean, we always, I don't understand Chelsea anymore, man. Like, nine points on the board, four games, is it five games or four games played? Four games played, and yeah, we keep... I don't know, man. It's just inconsistent. But Judah, Ray, Josie, how are you guys doing? I hope you you had a good week. Obviously, Chelsea didn't really make it good, but I hope you had a good week before the Chelsea game. How are you guys doing? Um, yeah, I had a good week. Um, and yeah, of course, Chelsea just had to spoil it, you know. But yeah, I had a good week. Yeah, so yeah, thanks. Yeah, all right. Where do we start from? Uh, Josie. If you can hear us, you can talk. But where do we start from? Hmm, let's talk about the lineup. So obviously, we decided to stick to the whole back three. Obviously, you guys on Twitter, you can see the whole debate going on. If you're listening, I'm sure you're aware of the debate happening on Chelsea, Twitter and stuff. But um, obviously, we decided to go with back three today. There was no changes from the Luton game. And yeah, what, what are we saying about the lineup? Yeah, so we land up in a 3-4-2-1, I think. You know, three at the back with Gusto and Chilwell on the wings. At some moment, Chilwell was a left winger. And I guess most of the fan base using Twitter made it clear that, you know, Chilwell is not a left wing. And I do agree with that. So, I mean, the lineup was too defensive. I mean, apart from, obviously, uh, Sterling and Jackson, we didn't have, like, an out-and-out attacker. Because, of course... Enzo Fernandez is still a midfielder. And, yeah. you know, Chilo Gusto, they're like left backs, right slash left wing backs, whatever you want to call them. So, like, this game needed more attackers. And I think that's the biggest reason of our letdown today. But, yeah, like, I think the lineup was uh, too weak. It doesn't matter if we're in a back three, back two, back four, back five, doesn't matter. I think we would have had the same result. I don't think the formation is a problem, but rather the players like having more defensive than offensive is gonna you know get you a bad result. Maximum we could have drawn, maybe we were unlucky, but I think having uh, defensive players or defensive-minded players rather is not a good call, you know, on such a game. Yeah, Jersey, what were we saying about this loss, man? About the lineup. Yeah, the yeah when yeah. you asked about the week, like, yeah, that's when I realized you weren't hearing me. Bruh, I had a very, very shit week, and this made it, like, ten times worse. Like, yeah, this week was just insane. So, like, my neighbors got in some, like, tro- legal troubles and shit involving, like, lawyers. Yeah, I finally had to go through justice system for the first time in my life because of my neighbor. And then this shit, shit follows it, man. So it's been, it's been terrible, man. It's been terrible. <laughs> but I mean, okay. What was your, what was your, what are your thoughts on the lineup, bro? See, this is. I think I don't know if it's the last time we spoke or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. When when we when we beat Luton, I think mm-hmm. was it was difficult to like talk about negatives that day. But I, I remember I remember bringing up there was only one negative I brought up, which was the how the formation is just not it. Mm-hmm. But. There was a little pushback on it by some people. They were like, nah, the formation is fine. And I, I just let it go that day because we won. <laughs> but the formation is not it. Yeah, it's not working. It is you not it. Not. And now it's undeniable. I don't want to hear anyone say that it's it, it, no, the formation. Nah, it's not it. Pochettino got it very, very, very extremely wrong. He needs to change that shit today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, Judah, Ray, what are you guys saying? What's the lineup today then? I mean, he didn't change anybody. Yeah, I mean, on, yeah. obviously, it was going to be the same lineup. Um, I think you know, this is the last game before the um international break, mm-hmm. and finally, the injured players come back. So mm-hmm. it's obvious that we would uh do the same back three hybrid thing we did. Um, I wasn't that disappointed because I knew what was coming. Um. <laughs> The only thing was that I was hoping maybe because I seen what's his face in uh, training yesterday, Palmer. I was like, maybe he starts. 
and it adds a different dynamic to the team. But I really wasn't surprised. Bro, it's crazy, man. I mean, okay, I have, I have a question for you guys before Judah answers this question as well. Um, when Tukul did the back three thing and Conte as well, we seem to play different. So why is it that this guy's um, Pochettino's back three system doesn't seem... A back three system, what's... again, in, in football, formations, especially nowadays, are not like they don't matter because players are going to be in different zones anyway. Um, yeah. When you have a manager who knows how to tactically use players, everyone's going to look good. Now, the complaints we had were we didn't finish, but as you can tell, you can't coach anybody to finish. You either have it or you don't when it comes to that. Um, But you can create a system and minimize people's weaknesses and accentuate their strengths as you saw with Conte and with Tuchel and make people look as good as you can. Um, In this case, it's it's the reverse because uh, what the system, his factory formation is doing is making everyone look worse than they actually really are. Um, that's the difference. I don't think formations matter anymore. Even though I prefer to see, you know, wingers out wide because we actually have wingers now. It's not like back then where we didn't have the players. Um, so we had to play a back three system to grind out results. Now we're, that's not the case. So I don't like it. Um, but in general, formation don't fucking matter. <laughs> no. be honest. All right. Before we move on, Judah, what are your thoughts on the lineup? Before we talk about something else. Um, it wasn't um, a surprise lineup left to me because um, obviously he would want to stick with. He's like the kind of manager that always sticks with what he mm-hmm. thinks. His his mind is working, so mm-hmm. he doesn't you know tinker with his first team players that much. So yeah, I wasn't surprised that you know he used the same information and the same guys that you know he trusts already. Um. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, in hindsight, we can all say, okay, yeah, he should he should be using more attackers and stuff like that. And another thing is that I I still think that they are in in essence they are still playing a four two three one. It's just that he's using Covil as the left back, and it's naturally a three five two or what or whatever people call it. I still mm-hmm. feel like it's a four two three one. The only thing is that he's trying to use um. Chual as as a left winger, which mm-hmm. which in preseason it was actually Martin that was playing that role for him, you know. So yeah, and I think he's just stuck in like how do I put it? He's stuck in making difficult decisions, either to drop Chual or to drop Thiago Silva, because left to me going forward, that's like literally the only options he has available to him. Either he drops Thiago Silva or he drops Chihuahua. And I feel like he, he, he felt maybe he probably felt like, you know, it's too early to start rocking the boat like that or, you know, start making, you know, those kind of big decisions because, bro, let's be sincere, him dropping his vice captain is not going to look good on him, you know, because people will be like, okay, why did you appoint him as your vice captain in the first place? You should know he's not going to play games. And at the same time, Thiago Silva is like a senior, you know, a player in the dressing room. You can't just, from the onset, not just playing. You understand? So, but I feel like this this result now before the international break i i hope like hopefully it's like the last straw and it's what makes him okay like realize that okay bro we have to like revert to what we know works best and you know at least by after the international break we have other players available to him although i think today after after the game it was like insane saying that he will only have like four players available to him so mm. i don't I don't wow. like the fact that he was already <laughs> into towards <laughs> that and and left to me he's just I I feel like he's just trying to <laughs> hint to us that bro you guys should not be surprised if you still see this <laughs> setup uh-huh. after the yeah. international break because you know it's already like hinting that you know most of the players are going on international break and stuff like that. But yeah, we'll see though. But I just I just feel like the only downside to the setup is you know him trying to make up for those two guys, which is Thiago Silva and, and, and Chua. And at some point, mm-hmm. at one point or the other, he has to um, drop those guys inevitably. So, yeah. Alright, can I say this before we talk about, like, other things? Um, 
So Judah, I hear what you're saying. I hear what and Ubi and Jesse are saying. Um, I mean, we Judah, it sounds like you're saying it's a personnel problem as opposed to like a formation problem. So that's fair. Um, the Nottingham Forest thing, I feel like Nottingham Forest knew what, like they knew how to handle us compared to Luton. Luton are new to Premier League, and we just, you know, Alex, we just, you know, gave them three 0 and stuff. But Nottingham Forest knew what they were doing, you know, that kind of thing. Their experience in Premier League. Literally, they literally took a shit out of West Ham's playbook. Like exactly, literally, <laughs> it's literally a shit out of West Ham's playbook. But yeah, go on. Um, I mean, if. Yeah, Madison can play for Chill, then perhaps we have because we're not potent at all. Like we lack potency and stuff today. The match was boring. Right? Let's not even. But I see Josie was ranting. Okay, let's let's go to everybody again. Let's talk about. Let's go to Ubi. Ubi. Um, what yeah. can we say about the? Let's say okay, maybe like let's dissect the goal we considered. How about that? Or we could talk about moment of the match. Let's talk about moment of the match. Right. How about that? Moment of the match. Yeah, sure. Uh, moment of the match. I mean, I believe moment of the match would be Thiago Silva's shot uh, in the second half. Because mm-hmm. I think, I might be wrong here, but I think today uh, he was the only person with 100% shot accuracy. <laughs> which is kind of funny, you know, like a centre-back having 100% shot accuracy. Yeah, yeah. And it was actually a good shot, like a tight angle with low XG. But if not for Turner, their goalkeeper, it would have mm-hmm. went in. That would have been really, you know, funny because it's like, you know, the oldest center back, I think, in the league right now is going to score the goal against, you know, Nottingham Forest. That's like kind of ridiculous. So that has to be the ma- the moment of the match. It's, it's not the best moment, but I'm trying to pick up yeah. a positive moment out of the, yeah. this negative match, you know. Uh, just you always saying moment of the match for you. Moment of the match. Uh, j- just to touch on the earlier stuff before I talk about the moment of the match. Uh, when I, when I talk about the formation, I'm not just talking about the number like Todd like Todd Bowley, uh, 4-4-3. Nah, nah, not like that. I'm mostly talking about the personnel and the system and how he's doing it. It's very very boring, lackluster, and we're just gonna keep losing if he keeps up with this. But anyways, that's besides the point. So the moment of the match, damn it, it's gonna have to be Jackson's miss, man. <laughs> Bro, I missed But I saw it on Twitter after it was great. Like, well, how do you miss that? What kind of technique is that, man? Drug bad won't do that. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, it has to be it has to be it has to be that, man. It's, yeah. No, but you know what? You know what? I, if if that's also one of it, but I, I also want to bring up the, the chance that Sterling had in like the first minute and that, yeah. that was on the plate. Like, I was so pissed when Sterling didn't score that tap in in the first minute because I was like, mm-hmm. shit, we, we would have been winning right now. Like, it followed me throughout the whole game up until we conceded. Yeah, like, it haunted me all through. Mm. I remember. So, that, that's your moment to the match. Yeah, those two for sure. One of them. Uh, <laughs> Ray, Ray, what were you saying? Moment to the match for you. Uh, it was all freaking up. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> no, it has to be the Jackson thing. But what I find hilarious about the Jackson thing is like people are saying baby Drogba, baby this, but people forget that like they are, yeah, they, they are, yeah, they are, <laughs> yeah, those people are, yeah, call them <laughs> out. They were calling him Daddy, Daddy Batshuayi or something. That's his new name. Who, who's calling Baby Drogba? <laughs> Batshuayi. I said he's not Drogba. I, I kept telling people to stop with that thing. No, but Drogba is just We're we not on this, we the same podcast. Baby this same podcast. The same podcast. <laughs> who, who was no it? Wait, was it you? Uh, uh, what's this? Tommy? Was it you? It was Tommy. It was Tommy. It was Tommy. Don't yeah, worry, we'll take you to jail later after this this whole thing is done. But <laughs> I told people, bro, listen, in order for someone to start scoring a lot, they need a lot of chances. Holland had the most chances missed last season, most big chances missed last season. But he scores 30 to 40 a season. Lotaro Martinez has the most big chances missed in Serie A, but he scores 20 goals a season. It's a simple equation. The, the center forward position is simple. You get a lot of chances, you bag them. This whole idea of somebody being quote-unquote clinical is 
is like what's deemed clinical is like scoring 20% of your chances. Like on paper, 20% is one out of five. Mm. This today, I think he got two chances that he missed. The game before that, he missed two. Ch- uh, the game, Rates, Rates, I think, Rates, Rates, Rates. Yeah. I hear you, I hear you, but at the same time, this guy has over minus two XG. Minus two XG, no, no, no. The position, do you know how, how dreadful no, that it, is? It, it, it's it's bad. Really so no, the thing is, the thing is, it's, bad. It's, it's, it's really bad. But one, one thing people also forget is, um, the shots on target, like the shots he's taken. Besides the one he missed today, because but most of the shots he's taken on target, he needs he needs to place them better. He needs to position himself better to receive yeah. the ball to shoot. That's one thing yeah. he does. Yeah. Um, again, this is not a guy who's been a striker his whole life. He became a striker at the like last season when Gerard Moreno. Yes, I wrote it's hilarious. But from Villarreal, the striker's name is Gerard Moreno, and he got injured, so they converted him to a striker, and he did really well there. So this guy, no, some. Yeah. That is the yeah. problem. We are meant to. Yeah. We are meant to depend on this guy that you literally just said. <laughs> he's not. It's not like he's but not. Judah, to be I don't subscribe to the idea that you depend on a striker. I think that's an outdated way to play football. <laughs> Listen, for me, one thing I always complain about is we buy. People wanted to buy um, Vlahovic. People wanted to buy um, Lotar Martinez. Cool. They might come here and score some goals here and there. But one thing I've learned is. With big money strikers, especially from the Italian league, they don't do well. Um, you know, so for me, I'm wary of those type of guys. My, like, in an ideal world, I hope we create a system where we can get a forward line as a whole scoring goals. That's what I hope to get. Now, him, he's able to do that because he can drop deep, link up the play, carry the ball into areas and create for other people so when he's not scoring other people can score i think that's what makes him 80 percent good the other 20 percent was if he could convert a lot of his chances which he doesn't which he needs to work on but we have to remember bro we are four games into the season like don't go from calling some guy baby drug but to saying he's bat you i that's that's freaking dumb i knew what i was getting you knew you were getting a project striker for the next season or two so I don't know why people are going to microscopically look at every single chance he misses because they're not going to do that for some of the other strikers in the other leagues who are much more experienced than him and have been playing in that position for years. Like, they miss four or five big, big chances, but they score one. He misses one or two out of the three he gets, or he misses all the two he gets. But again, it gets shown like that. Like, people have to understand, this is not 20, 2005, 2010 where you're depending on a striker. You're, you're getting a system which allows you to score goals. So if you think he's going to give score you a lot of goals, I don't think people know the player that they, that, you know, they're watching. So I mean, to add I don't to know. That, to add to that, um, I mean, when you watch teams to use the back three system, like Inter, uh, Conte and Tuchel, I mean, obviously we missed chances under Tuchel as well. But Conte's system was potent. Inzaghi's system is potent as well. Like Inter, when you watch Inter play with the back three, like everybody looks dangerous. But like, hopefully, Poch. Um, yeah, because the profiles make sense. I mean, they have a three-man midfield. They have two wingbacks who are really wingbacks. They can operate out wide. And then they have a second strike and a main guy. Like, Jackson is working by himself next to Sterling, who's actually really good. You know, like, the chemistry bars in um in Ultimate Team, where it's green with him and Sterling, but there's nothing on the left? That's just kind of how a system works. Football is systematic now. People aren't, like... The, the, the levels of talent we had where one or two or three players can just carry a team by themselves. It's not, it's not realistic anymore. You need a system that creates your chances so everybody can, create, uh, can get goals. And when you have a guy playing on the left wing and he's handcuffed your entire left-hand side, it makes you as a team predictable. Um, and I'm going to go on a rant on that guy at some point when, when we're talking later. But obviously, we need, if, if we had a competent left wing and he was doing shit, then i say, I could charge it, move him to left wing and buy a striker or whatever if you want to do that. But we don't. So I think there's there's so much untapped potential with this system. That's why I'm I'm just all the reactions. I'm like, you can be mad at the game, but you can't be saying punch out or the system doesn't work or this and this and that because most of the people that are supposed to be in the system aren't even here. Exactly. Then you should change it until they come back. <laughs> Let's get Judah's moment to the match before we talk about something else. Judah, what's your moment to the match? Well, moments of the match. Baby drug bath. Missing. <laughs> missing. 
chance that Joba in the life of me will never, never in this in this world and the next world. Let's go look at Joba's highlights in the first but, season. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, but that's um, that's not even my moment of the match, anyways, because you guys have mentioned it. My moment of the match, obviously, is when my 120 million or 150 million signing is giving away the ball and my 30 million goalkeeper or how much how much did we did we buy did we buy Sanchez? I guess literally is literally stood like bro do something come out make the angle tighter that shot like, was so slow yeah i, I mean it was like the ball was going in a, in slow motion and i'm watching my keeper he can't fucking save shit like this guy you are a goalkeeper you are there to bowl your teammates out Never, never in how many games he has never for once even been the first thing What are you there for then? Like, you know what's funny, Judah? When it comes to Sanchez, remember what was supposed to happen, right? We were going to be, st- he was supposed to be competing with Kepa. um Kepa. I don't think the uh, the plan was for him to, um, you, you know the what, plan right? was not for him to start in those first five games, and he started, right, right, and he looked very right, bad. Right. Let me be honest with you, I. 100% don't believe that, bro. They bought this guy knowing fully well that he will be the first team. You can't tell me that they had no idea that Madrid was going to come in or somebody was going to come in for Kepa. They knew what they were doing. They fully knew what they were doing yeah, when they got he was this Bayern. guy. So, he was Bayern exactly, Yeah, exactly. At that time, Bayern was already in for him. Before, so no, 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 what they were doing. Do you understand? Got, because no, most, no. Of these things, most of these things, right? Do you believe me that most of these things that happen before we know about them, like it takes a while, like it takes a few days, or like everything is already planned before we even hear about it in the media? Because hundred no, percent, yeah. So that's why I I fully I fully believe that it's a calculated move, and they knew that okay, we are buying this guy to be our first team goalkeeper. So all this one that they were just like feeding us lies and telling us that oh he's come to challenge Kepa, these that I I never for once believed it. That's why when we we're buying him, I was against it, saying no, I don't want this guy because I knew at the end of the day they were going to make him the first team, and that's what's happening right now. You can see like. Anyways, I'm just I'm no, not but going Judah, to you're forgetting I'm just when going we to bought him initially. So we bought him initially, right? I think again, I think the idea was that the idea is to edge out Kepa, maybe get rid of him in January. Because that injury to what's his face came out of nowhere for um for uh Coutois. So yeah. They were trying to do that because they were they were playing our by like, listen, we're not gonna give him to you because you guys want to do this long thing and we want to get rid of him permanently. Then you know, we get Sanchez a couple of weeks pass by. Out of nowhere, this uh, Coutoir thing happens. And then literally, I think a week before we're supposed to play our first game, Sanchez has become our first team keeper. Now, obviously, the idea is for him to succeed Kepa. But I think in the speed that it happened, I don't think that's that's something I planned. Because everybody, everyone knows that he, he he's not he hasn't played in a minute. He, he didn't even play preseason. He was a third, third string keeper. So it's like... I also feel a little bad for him because I feel like this is this is not a representation of the guy that I saw for two and a half seasons. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's like I can tell he's not sharp because the way he's getting beat, he he didn't get beat like that. His distribution is so good, but he looks off it completely. And if Petrovic needs to come in, then do the business, man. Fair enough, fair enough. To be fair, I think Judah has been harsh on Sanchez because I mean, what do you want Sanchez to do? That guy, like. The, the 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 damage has been done already. Do you get like? Do you get nah, like, bro, bro. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I'm, I'm not taking that, man. A top keeper is getting his team out of that situation. A like, top keeper is yeah, he's not a top keeper. Well, he's not a top keeper. We know he's, he's not, not a top, top keeper. Yeah, he's a good keeper. What's pissing me off? Like that was. He's not good enough. I was saying this. He's not good enough to start for Chelsea. But you guys were. Sucking his dick and saying no, he's good enough. No, but Judah, this is a part of the whole not give people time. Like he came to the season, he's being forced to start. No, and now that's what I'm saying. We will see. I'm not crushing it on him yet. Like I'm still giving him time, but we will see. I'm just saying. It's like a snatch in the next couple of weeks anyway, so you don't worry about it. Petrovic, I'm hearing, is a crazy keeper though. So we'll see. All right. Objectively, Judah. Let's talk about the goal we considered. What do you want Sanchez to do there? Because Galaha gave the ball away, Caicedo messed up. Tiago Silva should have closed his legs, but I get that it happens. And obviously, Alanga scored. 
I mean, I don't know what you want Sanchez to do. Like, we've seen Kepa concede goals like that so many times. He used to save the ball, bro. That shit was moving slower than a baby that is like six months old, bro. Did you, did you see the way the ball was rolling slowly into the net? Oh, Elanga, I think that was like Elanga's first goal in like almost 50 games, bro. <laughs> you know what's funny? You know who scored that same four goal? Games. ESR scored that same goal against Mendy. It was so funny. You remember that goal that he scored at the bridge? Arsenal, yeah. I think, I think, I think it's because of their height, so like they fail to get down. It's difficult to get down. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? You know what? Yeah. Sanchez first moved to Chelsea. I watched his interview, and he spoke exactly about that. Oh, because he's tall, yeah. so now he's on a diet, so he can get down quicker. It's not working. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. Before we move on, Ubi, what's your opinion on the goal we considered? Do you agree, Judah, or do you agree, like? Do you agree that he's been a bit too harsh? Ubi, what do you say? Um, well, I, I don't know, man. Everything happened so fast. It was multiple people's uh, mistake. Caicedo's mistake, I think, initially, more than anything. Obviously, Tiagosovo let that in through his feet. But, I mean, it was literally the only big mistake that he made. I'm talking about Tiagosovo. Whereas uh, someone like Caicedo has been disappointing this match and... All other matches, to be honest, it's just, you know, that's a different topic here. But um, I don't think Sanchez's fault to the first goal because he, at least, he he was diving the correct way. He has good reflexes <laughs> and everything. But it was really, really to the ground and it had this curve to it that it's, like, really difficult to catch. If this was Courtois, he would have saved it. Yeah, but we're not going to compare Sanchez to a world-class keeper. I would have saved it. Actually, yeah, Kepa would have saved it. I mean, I've seen him. I've seen him miss slower chances. Kepa, are you kidding me? Kepa would not have saved it. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, I have a question for you guys, right? Before you ask a question, let's be slow with ourselves here. Um, now you, you guys have let me lost my train of thought, <laughs> but anyways, I was going to say, yeah, no, no, I was going to say, I was going to say, let's be sincere with ourselves. If we're being sincere with ourselves, if this was if that was Kepa in this situation, Tommy and Ritz will be the number one people coming on here to crash it on Kepa, and other people on Twitter will also How many be times you see me crash on Kepa. That is 100% the truth. That is 100% the truth. I mean, I'm all for like giving this guy time and aligning him to settle in or whatever and stuff like that. But all I'm just saying is that if it was Kepa in the same, like if we literally just put Kepa in post and replace him with Sanchez and that seems the same scenario. Would have saved it. No, but Judah, do you, do you know why this is different? Do you know why people crash? People forget Kepa's been here for circa four years. I think he was here for four years. So four years, four games, I think it's very different. Now, obviously, um, I think there are things that Kepa can do. Um, there, there's some saves he's made that are good. You know, he's really just bad at long shots, but that's about it. But No, no, and the heights, like catching the balls from corners and stuff. Those are his weaknesses. Yeah, that, that's one thing Sanchez can do when it comes to claiming crosses. Claim the crosses. But the kind but, of goal today is not a Kepa weakness. He would have saved that. Sanchez sucks. How do you? I, I feel like one thing I've realized is uh, people's perception. You know what? You know what rates, rates. I I will tell you how I know because I've seen Kepa saving chances like that. Take it from me. Yes, I've seen Kepa saving okay. those kind of Wait, chances. The let's, only let's, problem let's, that Kepa had was the long shot, as we all knew. And I feel yeah. like just because um, I think someone was saying it. The the was it called? The strengths of of um what's this, what's this guy's face um Sanchez, Sanchez is literally the weakness of Kepa and that's why people are like oh, claiming you know, crosses. Yeah. So because Sanchez can claim crosses and save long shots, that's why people are like, oh, this guy is so much better than Kepa. This that. Well, left to me to be said, I don't think we've I upgraded Kepa in any way or form. Exactly. I, wait, wait, I honestly so, don't think we've upgraded it's at It's fine all. because I don't think Sanchez has been great these last two games. But I wanted to ask a question. Based off of what we said um, about Caicedo, do you think these last two games he's been bad? Yeah, 100%. He's been awful. 100%, yeah. Do you think Caicedo's been bad the last two games? He's not even worth 10 million, in my opinion. I would say, I would say, he's been, <laughs> I'd say he's been underwhelming. I wouldn't say he's been extremely bad. I mean, today he okay, was. So, what were you expecting, um, Tommy? I was expecting like Kante vibes, to be fair. 
He just no, made one slight tackle that was Kante-esque today, exactly. and that's it. Thank you. That's what I was going to say. And people were already gassing it up. Like I just saw people like this Felix guy, you know, coming on Twitter saying, "Oh, what a what a tackle!" I'm like, "Bro, calm down. It's just one." No, Literally no, it was a nice tackle, but I know. think Judah. Yeah, no, forget. I'm not saying I'm not saying it wasn't a nice tackle, but I'm just no. Saying but you said he was bad, so I'm, I'm. Yeah, he's been that well, man. Yeah, because I think I think that's that's the thing about DMs, right? When they're not doing much or they're not looking busy like Gallagher, they're quote unquote underwhelming. The purpose of 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 a Kai Sato type of profile is to make sure that nothing gets past them. If you notice transitions the last two games not very many are happening why because he's covering the space the way he's supposed to one of the reasons why Gallagher is looking quote-unquote busy is because he's vacating space and not reading the game correctly so he has to make recovery tackles that's one of the reasons why again like if you watch Rodri he, you'd be bored by Rodri I'll be on but besides when he scores goals and stuff where he's passing but because he reads the game so well that you're not getting transitions past them. That's why it. That's why when when people see these people let the feet dictate what they think a player should be doing. Like if you if you like people said about Enzo, right? Because he well he gets on the ball a lot, but people critique him for not scoring goals. But with Caicedo, your midfield is going to be like patterned if he's in the midfield and he's going to be fixing mistakes that Gallagher's doing. But he's not going to get the plaudits for it or look like a quote unquote hundred million player because again. The purpose of him is to make sure the midfield looks quiet, which it has the past two games. That's what I think is 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 the perception of DMs. Like I'm saying, but so when they see a nigga doing a hundred slide tackles, they think, "Oh, he's a great DM." No, that's not necessarily yeah. true. <laughs> I, I, I guess. But at the same time, I mean, okay, I don't know if if Kaiser was on the pitch for that corner. I mean, a corner is really like it's not really the best. What corner? The last, you know, when the one uh, I think. Uh, no, he was Lang- off. He was off in the seventh uh, minute. RC, he came RC. off for um, Ian Matson and Mudrik. All right, uh, all right, Ray. Let's talk about your rant then. Let Ubi and Ray oh, talk about the left rant. back. The left back, yeah. I'm gonna crash this guy. Listen, <clears throat> as much as Thiago Silva is one of the reasons why um, we're playing a back three, the biggest reason why we're playing a back three is because of this guy, Benjamin J. Chilwell. <laughs> Listen. I get it. There was a time you were a nice left wing back. You were considered one of the best left-sided uh, fullbacks in the country, maybe even mm-hmm. the world. But uh, I think it's been very clear that uh, the GA is not going to cover any of your bad performances. Your lack of ability to build up has forced Poch to put a center back at left back. Are you not ashamed? Because even though you know the fan base loves this guy and they want him to do well, if he plays left back, the manager himself knows that guy can't do build-up. He's a pressure. If he gets the ball, he can lose the ball. Today, he was dispossessed 10 times. No, he was dispossessed 8 times, and he only completed 2 passes out of 9. That's horrendous. If you look at the pass map, they never pass it to well. Why? Because he is a detriment to the team. He is the reason why we can't play left-winger. He is the reason why we have no creativity off the left-hand side. He is one of the reasons as to why we lost this game, because... He's so deficient as a fullback. And mm. because he's been given the vice captain's Arben and Reese is injured, he is one of the largest reasons as to why we can't do what we, we need to do. And I think until people realize that, that there are things he can't do, and even if you do play him left back, as people claim, it's not going to help because you lose an element of buildup on the left-hand side if he plays there. So... We're going to be stuck with this guy left back. So we're going to have to find a way around his deficiencies, even if we play a back four. I don't know how we're going to do it, but Pudge might have to cut that guy and tell him, listen, you're going to have to hold bench and Ian's going to have to play. Or we're going to have to f- find some other person to play left back because it's just not, it's not going. It's not working. All right, um, Ubi, what are we saying? You mentioned Caicedo. What was your rant on Caicedo? I want everybody to have their own rant. So we just learned, we just got educated on the left back situation. Ubi, <laughs> what's, your, what's yours about Kaiseido? I mean, it's not a rant, rather a reality check, because of course the money we paid for him was a record fee in the Premier League, you know, especially for, you know, someone who plays as a DM. Like, I understand the DM's responsibilities to be the anchor of the team. 
just to you know collect balls, make recoveries, intercept, maybe maybe even dictate the play depending on the system. But like he wasn't even that great. He does have moments of brilliance, and I think with time and more, I guess training, maybe he can be world class, Makelele level, Kante, prime Kante speaking. I do get that. I'm not saying he has no ability or like no future. But I'm just describing him the last few games. He cost us a goal against West Ham. Technically, he cost us this goal against uh, Nottingham Forest today. And I mean, I haven't seen him play against the in the Cup because you know the game wasn't on. But who knows what he's done back there? I mean, I'm not even sure if he was playing. To be fair, but I mean, I'm not going to comment about that game. Um, to be fair to him today, like uh, he had he won his aerial jewels. And five out of six of his ground jewels. So, you know, defensively he was all right. And he's made, I think, five recoveries, which is really good. But, like, something about him wasn't right. And I think there's a reason why uh, Poch took him out in the 77th minute. You know, like, of course, he wanted to go all-out attack. But at the same time, removing all defensive players is not a good play. So he did remove him for a reason. He he preferred Matson, although Matson was playing to the left, but still he was dropping to the midfield as well. Maybe taking his place, Caicedo's place, after he uh, he was subbed off. So I don't have any rant against him. I wish him the best. Of course, he's a Chelsea player, but for someone you paid that much money, for someone who was hyped, Liverpool were after him, and you know the whole saga and whatnot. You would expect like I don't know. Kante or something. Kante's regen. Yeah, but Oli, Oli, Kante's not a DM. I think Kante is a box-to-box midfielder. He used to be a DM. Before no, no, Saif. no. But but the thing is, the, the the art of the DM, right? The Makalele, right? He had amazing tackles, and he's known for controlling midfield. The purpose of a DM is to make sure your midfield looks calm, right? If you look at how we played last season, people would just run through our defense because spaces weren't covered correctly. If you look at what Caicedo did up until the goal, obviously, we have to tick marks off because that's a mistake and a miscommunication between him and Gallagher. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But the job was for him to control the midfield. Our midfield was not the problem today. If you look at our midfield, they found it difficult to get out of their own half. They had to go through the wings, right? That's what the DM does. It's not flashy when the DM is doing what they do and correctly. Because again, if you're have I, I say it about players like Gabriel, I say this about players like Rudiger, or you know those overly aggressive people who lose and they have to do a recovery tackle. It means and, and Maldini said this, if you have to make a tackle, you've made a mistake. So when you're when you're a DM and let's say in the game it said you made two or three recoveries. But if you looked at the whole game, at no point did you feel like, damn, we there were so many transitions. Because they weren't. Because you did your job as the DM. That's why I'm saying the hundred mil. It 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 it, pe- it gives people expectations that they should be slide tackling everybody and winning 10, 15 duels, but that's not his role. His role is to control the midfield and keep the ball ticking, and he did that. In terms of the mistake, you have to take off marks because he made an error that caused the goal. But his overall game, we have to be fair, he did his job today, and he was taken off because we needed more attackers on the pitch. So what I, I'm just saying this not to you specifically, Oli, but to people who have this idea that if you're a 100 million player, he should be doing a million slide tackles during the game or winning a hella aerial dudes. That's not his job. His job is to control the midfield. So, I mean, I, mean, I get do- your point. I do, 100%. I do agree with you. I'm not even about the flashy slide tackles and whatnot. As I said, he made a nice-looking tackle against in the first half, I think it was. But it's not about that. It's about he, he cost us two goals today and West Ham's games. So it doesn't matter what, how he plays, and I do understand the, the his responsibilities and his functions, and I'm not saying otherwise. But I'm just saying he hasn't been good enough, not just for the price tag, but even as a player. Even if we bought him for like I don't know, forty mil, you know, just in this market. Let's be fair; it's like a low price, to be honest, <laughs> in the hundred plus market. Uh, even if we bought him for low money, not much money. He's not that great of a player. I even saw him playing back in the World Cup, you know, of the end of last year. With but Ecuador. he was playing with Ecuador. They're not yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, he, w- he wasn't amazing. Even when I saw him with uh, 
Brighton. Yeah, but Ole, I keep saying the, the job of a demon is not amazing. Um, conceding, no, but I'm like, talking about defensively. I'm not talking about him. But what is an amazing and, defensive performance? Rodri. Him sitting inside. Yeah, Rodri comes to, to comes to mind. Sitting. How many tackles? Rodri of, doesn't make that many tackles during the game. He barely. He just barely does anything. If you if you really watch Rodri right, if you watch Rod, I think people have decided. If you watch Rodri right, he might make two or three recoveries the game because they're keeping the ball the entire time, and his job is to kind of anchor there and to just kind of play off of everybody else. But if people, if you put if you put Caicedo, just take away the goals he conceded. But if you put Caicedo in the City setup and he did exactly what he did today, people will say he had a great game. I get it. I get it. Let's 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 move on from this. But I just want to add Prime Casemiro as well. But let's move on. Josie, your turn. I noticed you're ranting about Pochettino's, um, uh, what you call it, system. But what do you want to rant about before we go to Judah? Damn, I don't want to rant about. Uh, Poch system isn't working. But you can talk about something else if you want. Yeah, yeah. I already, yeah. I already went through that. So I'm going to find something else. And we already touched Sanchez as well. Who do I want to attack? Um... I don't know, just, just the, the whole fact that we just have a bunch of like attacking players on the bench and we're just coming so passive and pessimistic to games. Games against tiny teams. Like I was so <laughs> shocked how we approached like Luton and now Forest. Like we're giving them way too much respect. I don't know if Porch is scared or something. It's just it's just really, really, really shameful to watch. And it's a big disgrace considering how much we spent. That's going to follow us like a dark cloud. I know. I know. And like, I, I, it's yeah. just, yeah, I just, I just, I'm just done with it, man. I'm completely done with it. You can't, can't be having this. Because Poch is such an attacking manager. This is what they say. He's an attacking manager. He coaches attacks. He's supposed to score goals, but he's acting like Conte right now. And it's just, I don't even get it, man. It's just... Yeah. yeah man. I mean, the one billion... It's gonna be around us for, but actually, not enough for us showed that you don't have to spend a lot of money to play good football, especially that goal. They don't goal. play good football, bro. They sat down and got they got pammed for like a whole half, and then no, they but, scored a goal on the break, and then they sat but, back for another. good, I guess. Elanga, no, he was wasn't, right. bro. If you look, if you look, just think about everything they did in the game. Can you remember besides that that Elanga break? You can't remember much they did, can you? But that's how football works sometimes. You <laughs> control the game. You have like 80% possession. They score one time and then they don't do anything else. I hear you, bro. I hear you. I hear you. But at the that's same bro. time, it's like these are these are the kind of same games that we also lost last season. It just looked like carbon copy of like. And you know the crazy thing is I'm actually like my second team in the Premier League is actually Forest. Like it's funny enough. Oh my god. Lock him up now. Let, let me give you let me give you the backstory. Me and Tommy used to be Housemates in Nottingham. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so we have, I actually have some connections to Nottingham. So I, I don't hate them. I actually like them. But it's just, it's, cra- it's crazy that this game went like this, man. It's just so, yeah. usually I'm supporting them. Uh, even last season, when like Chelsea were playing shit and I was hating on Havertz and Mount and I didn't like any games I was watching. When Forrest did well against us and got a draw, I was actually happy for them. But, but this, this is a completely different situation, man. It's just a shame. Yeah, really yeah I hear you. I hear you. All right, before Judah goes, I want to rant about Modric and West Fofana. I'm, I'm done with this thing about... Oh, West Fofana? Yeah, Mod- Modric, yeah, and West Fofana. Wesley Fofana. Yeah, I want to rant about that. That nigga's injured. Why is he... Why I know. <laughs> That's the point. That's the, that's the point, bro. Like, I mean, I mean, uh, Modric, yeah, like... I'm done with this. We spent 88, what, 88 million on this guy. Was it 60 something plus add-ons or whatever? I don't care. Bro, this guy, what does he offer, man? It's, it's, it's getting annoying. I know I'm going to like regret saying this in the future. But it's getting Why, annoying. If he becomes good? Bro, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but, but you, know, you know what I don't think is not fair about the Mudrick thing? Because I'm just pushing not- back on everything, everything people say. How many times has Mudrick actually played left wing? Bro, like, he, he, every time he has played, every time he has had the opportunity to play something, okay, last week he had the opportunity to play and he got injured. Like, what? Who does that? Then, um, what, what else? Um, every time he comes No, up, no, like, no, no. He, he was just... He, he just annoys me, man. Like, I mean, he doesn't really <laughs> offer much, in my opinion. He's meant to be our star boy. And he can't even start. 
Like he's not impressing the manager on the, on the on in the training field. Do you get what I mean? No, he was injured. He was injured. But I'm I'm talking about on the pitch, like when he's actually played. Do you know how many? I think he's played seventeen games. But if you look at the minutes, he averages about twenty minutes uh, a game. Has he scored um, yet? Like, Has he no, scored for? No, he's at, he's has two assists. But I think with Mudrik, I'm not even saying he's gonna come good, or you should <laughs> not be frustrated at him. I'm on, you know, side, I'm on your side. This, I believe Mudrik then, is not, he's not actually getting enough games. Like you need to. No, he's not. Run. You need to give him a run. They keep giving him this kind of like bite size, ten minutes, fifteen minutes, and then he has. Like a, he was playing right wing in ten, bro. Like, what are we doing here? Like, we <laughs> come on, like then because of Killwell. That's another. I'm gonna leave it alone, bro. Like, right, this, again, he's a he's a confidence player, like like Sterling. Yeah. You give Sterling ten games, you'll get some production out of that. That's with any winger. Like, winger is one of those positions where, like, bro, take the ten, like. You have to go stay to 10. And, bro, he annoys me, man. Seriously. Like, I don't see what he does so far. But hopefully you like Madweke? I mean, he's another guy that annoys me. Like, he's okay. But he's like... Another guy that needs game time. Bro, like, it's, it's, bro, it's fine. It's fine. Then you have West Fofana, the fraud. This guy, we should have bought him. Like, who? how do you buy somebody? We spent 70 million on this guy. And he can't even play... 70 games. It's worse than his James. I don't get this guy. He pisses me off so much, man. Like, why Why do we have to spend money on this guy? We had Max Kilman to buy. We went to go for West Fofana. It was okay. We moved Max on. Kilman? Uh, is this Wolves prop? Bro, it doesn't... He's guy good. Shameless, Max Kilman yeah. is alright, bro. Like, come on. That's not he's this. not. He's, he's really all good. Right. He's alright. Let, let Judah do his rant. Judah, what were you saying about your rant? What do you want to rant about? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm very much think I have anything to rant about. So, 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 yeah. I'm, uh, I'm okay. Actually, yeah, I have some sense to rant about because it's it's with this um Chelsea fan base. Like you guys, <laughs> so you guys are so flip flop. Like, bro, Chelsea fans like they just flip flop between um what's it called between opinions like. You can't even hold an opinion for two weeks or two game weeks or three game <laughs> weeks. Like, Wade was saying it about, you know, for example, um, what's his name? Baby Drogba. All of a sudden, just one <laughs> game week, and this guy went from Baby Drogba to, <laughs> to Baby Bashwai. Right? These niggas are fake, man. Yeah, like, that's so fake. Like, and the one that was even pissing me off the most was Gallagher. Bro, like... This last week, you would think Gallagher is the second coming of Lampard or something. Big like, the way everyone was like, don't sell Gallagher. This one, this one, Gallagher must go nowhere. I'm like, what the fuck? Were you guys not the one calling this guy Gallagher Gala and saying he should yeah. die, he needs to get out of the club and blah, blah, blah and stuff like Like, the way they flip up between opinions, yeah, it's so annoying. Like, it always pisses me off. Like, to be about. Daddy Batshuayi wasn't it wasn't invented by like Chelsea fans. It's it's the rivals. It's the Manchester United <laughs> and Arsenal fans that are saying this. The thing is, Josie, I feel like you're lying to me. You probably came up with that because I've never heard anybody call him Daddy Batshuayi. No, no, you came up with that. He was an Arsenal. was an Arsenal fan. It's actually an Arsenal fan that said this, so it's it's not really. I was crazy. They actually rate Jackson. They're like, yeah, he'll come with it. They do. They do. They're just but... having. <laughs> I'm always bashing Havertz. Like when Jackson does well, I'm always like bashing Havertz. So they just they're trying to take one back, you know. No, no but, but you know what it is, right? We can all agree that certain people have underperformed. Um, like um, it's it's okay to say that last two games, even though he scored against Luton, he didn't play well. I think this game too, he didn't play well either, which is fine, bro. When you're developing, there's gonna be bad games. Like hold your hands up, but. Right, baby right. Grogba, baby Muddy, like you're doing too much, man. Just relax. <laughs> just take a side. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Um, when okay, how about this? We could talk about Cole Palmer, or we could ask this question. Let me let me pose this, Ubi. When are we gonna win the league? Because it's looking like we're not gonna win the league anytime soon. Ubi, what are we saying? It's looking really bad. Yeah, I, I don't think we're gonna win the league anytime soon. As you said, maybe in the next two to four seasons, I would say, depending on and how much time, bad. how much faith. We don't need new players anymore because we got we literally changed mo- like 90 or 80 percent of the players so it's not it's not about the players anymore it's not about oh yeah more clinical more youngsters more speedsters or whatever this is all just excuses 
it's just about believing in the process, giving the manager time, the players, even the ones we were ranting, we're ranting about. We need to give them time because, you know, they make Chelsea, whether we <clears> like <throat> it or not. They're not going to change the whole team overnight. It's not, you know, career mode where you can just sack everyone and replace them with whoever you want. It's just going to be a tough position where it's going to reveal the real fan from the plastic ones, the ones that overhype a player in like a moment and then literally 24 hours later, oh yeah, sack him, get him out of my club. You know, we, we know who we're talking about here. So, you know, we just need to give these players uh, enough support. Uh, whether they're good enough or not, the window is closed right now. So we need to keep it together until January at least. Mm-hmm. And yeah, let's just hope for the best. I mean, that's all I'll say. Just let's have more sentiment to this. <clears throat> they need us, I guess. I've had enough sentiment, especially for West Fofana. I'm surprised you guys haven't like going in on this guy. But it's okay. Um, Nah, okay. to be fair, I didn't hear your rant so about West Ham. About West Ham, my network. Yeah, fraud, yeah, it's a fraud. <laughs> He's injured. All, like, bro, how are you more injured in your Chelsea career than actual games, man? It's crazy. But um, <laughs> yeah, let's talk about Cole Palmer before we call it a day. I think he was decent actually. I think he was okay. Bro, nah, nah, nah. He gave me PTSD, man. He gave me PTSD of Kai Havertz, man. I wanted like you. Know, <laughs> Wait, how did he get Kai Havertz PTSD? <laughs> he gave me, me Kahama's PTSD, yes. He's giving, he's giving me this vibe that this guy is going to be very mediocre, but the fan base is going to hide. He gave me serious. <laughs> yeah, I think it was short. Did you think he was mediocre today? But, but yeah, but I've, been tra- I've been traumatized, guys. I've been traumatized. <laughs> is it because he's left-footed? It's because he's left-footed, that's why. Just to be honest, it's because he's left-footed, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I really don't know what it was, but yeah, but you know, I know, I know what it was. It was like the kind of body language and the vibe he was giving up. Like he was kind of moving like half, so I'm not going to lie, you know. But, <laughs> he was dribbling though. Have his own dribble. But, but I don't know. I just, I just, I just feel like it's, it's too early to form an opinion on him. Like he was thrown into the deep end. So, so yeah. I mean, we can't just judge him yet. I can he see just why played a few minutes, man. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, yeah, it's just too early to... to just to judge, early for... To judge him. No, yeah. I was just joking, man, of course. Like, we barely, we barely saw him, man. I'm just saying, based on mannerisms and just, yeah. I don't know, and us looking like Chelsea from last season, it just, you know, gave me post-traumatic stress disorder, bro. Bro, speaking of too early, it's too early to lose two games in a season. Like, bro, it's four games. When did Chelsea become like this? Do you get, like... I'm annoyed. We have changed, man. We have ever Wait, when, when did Chelsea become what? Like this. No, I get the point, Tommy. We have changed like ever since Abramovich left and stuff. We're not the same. I think Chelsea's been team. dead for a long time. What? I think, Chelsea, I think Chelsea overall, this probably might be an unpopular opinion, but I think when the UK government started freezing him out of Chelsea like six, seven years ago, mm. even maybe even before that, because after 14-15, I think 15-16 to me is when Chelsea died. Um, we might have won a league after that, but I could see the the BD players we bought, like the, the money we spent, the system we got, the manager we got, like everything from then on for years hasn't been good. So for me... What about 2021? Um, that was also a terrible year. And we won the Champions League, which... Yeah, but we also... Clubs I like love winning the City. Champions League, but I don't... I don't. I mean, twice. I think I. I think two. Like again, I. In twelve thirteen, when we won it, yeah. Initially, we were in a good place. Still, I think 11. when we won it in twenty twenty one, if I'm just looking at the state of the team, financially, um, not money wise in terms of us being like broke, but the way we spent our money, it wasn't good. So when people talk about Abramovich, I love the guy, but there's a period. After to me, after fourteen fifteen, where we were just in in what's the word, um, autopilot, and mm. we were just in free fall. So for me, when people say, "Oh my God, when are we going to win anything?" Yeah, we won things here and there, but it just papered over the cracks. So no, but... for me, um, this whole yeah. like struggle when it's like, "Oh, when are we going to win something?" I coming into the season, even last season, the, the way the team was, I didn't think we were going to win anything for four or five seasons. But if things go 
75% well, one to two seasons, you could be challenging, maybe even before, uh, uh, earlier than that. So I'm fine with the process because uh, I like the way we press. I think the system we had in, in preseason and the players we have at the correct per personnel there, we will be fine. Um, but right now, I'm not going to cry after, you know, after four games because it's four yeah. games. It's not 10 games, nope. not 15 games. So I'm, I have no opinion on anything. Um, but Ray, when are we going to win the league, though? I mean, because it's getting... It's, like, it's when is Pep leaving the league? When are we going to win the tell league? Tell me when Pep is leaving the league. I'll tell you when we win the league. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's not looking soon. Like, we can't... The football we're playing, at least it must be like champagne football. Because not... We're not winning. Okay, not wait, wait, okay. Like even even if we came into the season now, let's say like Poch was playing a forty three when we had in Cuckoo and all them guys, we still wouldn't win the league. The season I after mean, that, we wouldn't win the league. The season after, we wouldn't. As long as Pepe's here, we're not winning the league. <laughs> At least so, we're higher up. The, we're not higher up the table. We're going back again. Like the other, okay, okay. So if, if you're higher up the table and you're second, you're first loser. If you're third, you're second loser. If you're fourth, you're third loser. So who cares if you're a loser? You're still a loser. But, I agree, but I still, well, high up the table, at least, like, you know, respectively. Oh, like, okay, so what, to brag the rivals, I'm fourth, I'm third. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, it does oh my God, I'm in Champions League, and I'm not going to win it. Oh, like, come on. Like, <laughs> it, like bro, it's, 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 it's like, I don't know, I, I guess perhaps because we lost today, but it was meant to be, like I said, it was meant to be a nil-nil game, but a, a little lapse in concentration, and obviously Jackson missed his chance, and, you know, we couldn't just draw. It was meant to be a nil-nil game for me because it, it just looked like lost down stuff. I don't think the, the system is working, but we'll leave it there. It's fine. Um, no, it's not working. Who, no. It's not working yet. Yeah, yeah, see? All right, who wants to say something before call it a day? Who wants to who has a topic? Ruby, do you have a topic? Ray, Judah, Josie, do you have a topic before call it a day? Uh, after the break, everybody. <laughs> okay. Yeah, what do you guys think um, was the biggest mistake this transfer window that we made? Because uh, I feel Too like many youngsters. Yeah, because I feel like once like the window closed, I, I, I was I started feeling like oh my god, um, we spent so much, but we didn't really, didn't really get like I don't feel like we have a game changer. Like that's really weird. That's like have, what do you mean? You don't think Nkunku is the game changer? No, but we bought him. We bought him before the summer. Like, I mean, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. The, the summer window. You mean, I... yeah, like the summer window was like. First of all, we broke yeah, the record yeah. last window, and then yeah, we broke was, that record actually, Guys, let me tell you something crazy. Yeah, I actually believe that if if it's not because um we had already bought some cocoa, I swear to God, this this um what's it called? This their present model or whatever they are doing, they would never have bought some cocoa. I feel like mm. it's just because it has already been agreed and Boli and, you know, Boli was the one that did that deal and, and it was already all agreed before this new, new guys came on and stuff. I feel like we won't even have the pleasure of calling Nkuku a Chelsea player. <laughs> so but I don't know. All these the, young, the, the players, they're, just going, they're just going for unproving guys that, you know, they're, they're just hoping, you know, that they I don't know that they have a break. No, Judah, remember the they told us before they bought in Kunku they wanted to have the, the vision 2030. They spoke in the Neil Bath about that way before. Yeah, we, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, so yeah. I'm saying in Kunku, technically, right? You know how like DiCaprio says when you hit 25, if you get past 25, I'm gonna stop dating you. And Kunku actually was at the age because they said nobody above 25. So when we got him, he was 25, <laughs> and then after that, he turned 26, and that's this mm -hmm. year. So he would have still been bought um, because they needed somebody to spearhead the whole thing. And Nkunku is supposed to be the star because he's French. That's like the mo if you look at all, most of the players we bought, they're all French. There's too many French people here. And they're all either wonder kids or they have high ceilings or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, the people we spent money on. So he literally would have fit the model anyway. I don't think that would have changed. Um, I do feel like if you look at the actual starting lineup, right? Jackson's 21, turning 22. And Kunku's 25. No, 26. Sterling is 27. And then the young one in that attack is actually Cole Palmer, who's going to end up being a 10. So if you actually look at the attack, the attack is not young. But when you look at all the kids we bought that were sent into Strasbourg and all these other places, they're mad young. So it looks like, what are they doing around? But most of the most of the people on the team are, I think, around 21, 22. 
Um, Kai State is what, 21? I think. I'm not sure. It was 21, right, and it was 21. Yeah. So all of them are around the same 21, 22 age, besides Paul Cole Palmer. He's the only one under the age of 20. Interesting. Well, yeah. let's see how it goes. I just hope we pick up. Oh, no. Cole Palmer is actually 21 as well. Yeah. Is he? I just Damn. Hope... Okay. See, so the age yeah, is the same. Yeah, <laughs> I just hope we pick up more wins because I can't be doing this languishing in the mid table shit, man. No, we're going to language in the big table for a while. Just prepare yourself. <laughs> Next, I think the second half of the season, you're going to see an, a surge, and we're going to be top five, top six, maybe mm. top four. But I think Somebody... we're going to be around that seventh, eighth spot for a while. Um, Somebody... hmm? Somebody flipped up. Yeah. yeah. It's all good. It's yeah. all good. All right, um, Ubi, would you like to do the relax round us up? Yeah, sure. My honor. Uh, well, it was nice being here with you guys. Uh, I hope next time we have a podcast episode together, it will be because of a win, not a loss or a draw, but not to say the least. Uh, let's just give support to our players and yeah, don't don't get caught up into the fan base agendas and, you know, hypes and overhypes and whatnot. Let's just see what happens and and yeah, I believe we're going to do something, you know, after the international break. Uh, we're going to come back stronger. So, yeah. Cheers, bro. I mean, yeah. I was going to say we say that every year, but it's fine. Let's leave it there. Catch you guys soon. Just believe in the process. <laughs> <laughs> the boys gave everything. Just kidding. <laughs> the boys gave I, I do say you don't have to <laughs> Just blindly kidding, believe it. You should always criti- criticize it when it should be, but... Yeah. Oh, you got to give things times, guys. If it flops in like 10, 15 games, crash it completely. But Bro, that's not worth crashing on Modric and West Fofana. But it's okay. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> you can end it. Well, the agenda. Be good. <laughs> Is that an agenda? It's frustration. <laughs>